everybody uh this is a special podcast because we have a special person lined up today for this episode and this is uh, mainly about women today and since we would be releasing this on women's day i think uh, one of the biggest problems we are figuring our ways to solve with zeroda is to get more women to invest because today the percentage of women who invest in india is abysmally low due to various reasons we've been trying to figure various ways to tackle this issue and one of the most important pieces of this puzzle is financial education with varsity and other uh, initiatives we have i think one of the most comprehensive and popular financial education initiatives but we also felt that a women's perspective here is necessary and so the idea of this podcast is to talk to some of the kickass women like one we have today uh, and get their perspective and also it is very important to highlight all that they have achieved hopefully this will help you to not only start your personal finance journeys and inspire you inspire you to get start start your investments so today we have miss lakshmi ayer i mean it is an honor to talk to you today uh, so lakshmi is the chief investment officer of debt and head of products lakshmi has heads fixed income products team at kotak mahindra amc she has been with the organization since 1999 if i'm right lakshmi joined kotak mahindra amc as a fund manager and also is responsible for credit research as well as she dealt with execution managing she also manages fund performance across all debt funds and assisting sales and client interaction she has also been a portfolio specialist and managed product related initiatives product pricing and coordination with the funds management and sales team in that role i hope i got your uh, introduction right this these are quite some achievements you've done here oh no it's absolutely fine and uh, you're bang on uh, you no know, worries <laughs> yeah so Lakshmi uh, tell us a little about who you are and what led you to end up in financial markets so i think the uh, financial services um, intent or thought uh, was definitely there uh, right from my graduation days and uh, uh, as i was in the school but uh, the the trigger for that actually happened uh, something like luck by chance where one of my friends actually wanted me to go and uh, uh, you know do a substitute for her in one of the interviews and that was my first um, organization actually i joined a firm called credence analytics uh, uh, just at the cusp of my um, uh, graduation and um, i i started off with research of bond markets um, in india and then since then uh, i would say there's been no looking back Uh, there is a lot of uh, uh, adrenaline rush in the bond markets there's a lot of excitement of course there are ups and downs highs and lows but that's what makes it uh, a perfect marriage for me yeah so you mentioned since your education times you were interested in uh, finance and financial related stuff did you have enough education and enough exposure about financial markets 
enough i don't know what is enough but uh, we talking about uh, 97 uh, period where the markets were very under research very under developed very undercovered in fact those were the days that people used to pay for research um, including uh, bond markets uh, research which used to be sold in floppy disk so the information uh, you know uh, dissemination was not very streamlined so you had to really look out for information newspapers newspaper cuttings i think world has morphed uh, 360 degrees and beyond uh, from uh, you know where we took off uh, to where we are today so yes um, uh, it, it was a lot of initiative you had to do a lot of uh, a push and prod to get the information it was not really easily available today of course that's not really the problem yeah uh, that's good to hear uh, so how did you end up at Kotak like because asset management con uh, companies globally have done a terrible job at gender diversity so I would say, uh, you know, when I was working with Credence, I used to also be part of the uh, uh, software and, uh, you know, integration team at various treasuries, bank treasuries, uh, financial houses, etc. And at that point in time, uh, there was this entity called Kodak Mindra Apple Company, where uh, I used to go pretty regularly into the dealing room and uh, to install software because um, I, I, I used to always be in those days that uh, now we're talking about fintech you know those days i used to yeah. marry finance and technology because i had the market understanding i had reasonable understanding of uh, technology i didn't know coding of course i still don't know so uh, that's when my uh, the seeds of curiosity when i used to sit in the dealing room and execute and implement the software that's when it got on and then obviously i met with the team at uh, kotak amc and they wanted me on board and uh, yeah since then there's been no looking back yeah that's really inspiring to hear too with my enthusiasm. I hope, you know, I am a millennial. <laughs> so uh, it's really nice and inspiring. So was it hard working your way among what's largely a men's uh, club? All AMCs except for one is headed by you, a woman today. See, uh, Kutu, my always my uh, you know, thought process has been... Uh, any field i'm in financial services but uh, it should ideally be gender agnostic uh, unfortunately uh, there are a lot of preconceived notions that women have uh, which act as an impediment for them uh, to join financial services um, so that's what uh, i i think uh, i never really had those uh, feelings of being left out or ostracized or saying that oh, you know hai, isko never you know never in fact ecosystem was so favorable the the environment the people they were and they are of course people have changed over the years but the ethos remains the same so i think um, uh, yeah the question is right but probably i am not able to think of uh, any such personal instances where i really felt that oh you know uh, i'm feeling left out it, it's about the way you project yourself and um, ultimately uh, the work will talk for itself so i yeah. think it was very important so having said that, uh, do you think it's hard for other women who are uh, looking for uh, a job like yours, like looking their way up in a financial industry? I mean, uh, millennials like me that want to, you know, achieve something like, do you think it would be hard for them considering the competition and stuff these days? Not at all. Not at all. Uh... 
I am a movie buff, so let me give you a movie example. I'm sure you would have seen this movie called Gunjan Saxena, the Carly Girl. Yeah. Now, yes. that, you know, there is a very nice dialogue. You know, plane ko koi parak nahi padta ki usse kaun uda raha hai. So, so I think yeah. you know, it is all in our minds. I don't think there is any difficulty. The dissemination of information, the kind of mentoring, the kind of uh, induction at the workplace, the access to information. All that are multi, multi fold higher than what it was probably a decade or two back. So I think it's, I mean, it is even easier today to um, access financial services. Passion on other way. I think that's very, very critical. You need to exude loads of confidence, passion, and the determination to really go and get where you want to be. Yeah. So are things changing for women in the Indian asset management industry, given that you've been in the industry for a while now? It is changing, uh, definitely. So uh, if you look at, uh, you know, my research team, uh, we have uh, women there. Um, if you look at uh, the product team in Kota, we have women there. Uh, it's a very nice, uh, you know, mix. Uh, if you see across uh, uh, financial services uh, and in that specifically in the asset management space in the industry, you are seeing more and more women who want to take up um, uh, positions and profiles within this organization. My very recent uh, recruit um, as part of the product team, again, is um, a woman. So uh, there is a lot of, you know, I keep getting flooded with uh, LinkedIn uh, messages unfortunately i'm not able to do justice though however active i am on social media but the fact is that i would say eight on ten uh, chats that i have are women so i think there is a lot of initiative being taken by women thanks to the industry also which has been doing a lot of awareness campaigns you know financial awareness investor awareness and getting trying to get more women also into the fold yeah Okay, so before we talk about why women don't invest, uh, I want to get your take on these biggest cliches about women and investing. Uh, like, like people say women only invest in traditional instruments like gold and they can't manage money. I have been said that. <laughs> so any particular ones that annoy you? No, it's always uh, not really annoying, but yeah, there are certain riling factors as you rightly observe. The common thing is that, uh, point is that that's the most important thing which comes to the mind. Achha, okay, uh, aap, uh, financial advice, nahi karte ho. so you know, that's the other question. I mean, why can't you know, there are so many successful women advisors, uh, you know, across the country and they're doing a phenomenal job, so there are certain. Uh, preconceived notions also which people have that oh if it's a lady she will have predominantly gold imagine i'm not even wearing gold let alone buying gold uh, ETFs are depending altogether so i'm saying that these are certain um, preconceived notions which are getting shed over time because there is a lot of uh, you know sound bites which are going out uh, and, and that's not restricted to mind which is women's day you know there yeah. is a sound bite going across the time and across the year and, and some bit of that obviously um, is, is getting subdued, but some bit, not the entire. Uh, so what do you think are the biggest reasons who so few women take care of their personal finances? The biggest thing which I believe, and, and then when I interact with a lot of women, including my own you know, friends in the social circuit who are not part of finance, is that there uh, are numbers. There are numbers. 
I, I think that's the biggest uh, uh, mental block that women have. And the second is that, oh, you know, um, my family is doing it for me, so why should I care? And I think that is the most um, uh, unacceptable blasphemy a woman is committing by saying that, you know, I don't need to be aware. Um, uh, can your spouse or can your family do breathing on your behalf? Answer is no. You have to breathe your own oxygen. So you have to plan your own finance. So be partnered in this entire process of financial planning and it's a journey. So you have to actually traverse the journey. According to me, it's non-negotiable. Uh, yeah, that's a great advice. I hope a lot of women follow this advice. Uh, so let's dive into this a little bit deeper. So for an average woman who has absolutely no clue about what personal finance is, how would you advise her to go about figuring this out? Uh, because things, yeah. uh, things uh, one is uh, if you are already initiated into the world of finance, then things are relatively easy. But if you are not, uh, for every ailment, you can't just Google, look at the symptoms and treat yourself. So therefore, it's very important that you need to seek the advices of an able financial advisor. He or she is actually your, um, you know, like a general practitioner for your health or a physician. This is your, uh, you know, financial doctor. You will require someone to at least handhold you in the initial phases, then get comfortable. And it has to be a milestone or a goal link because it could be a small goal. It could be a small milestone. doesn't matter. It requires uh, financial commitment to meet it. So I think it's a journey which needs to be well thought out. Um, you can uh, probably uh, get up and, uh, you know, go for a coffee uh, impromptu, but you just cannot uh, decide to pack up your bags and say that I'm going on a, uh, you know, two-month world tour impromptu. So I think that's where the difference is. Yeah. Uh, so a woman has to take care of the house, kids and career and so on. And this means women typically outsource their money from their husbands. And uh, how important do you think it is for women to figure out this overall personal finance picture out? So personal finance is uh, always associated with investment. I think that's not correct. Uh, it is about having a career plan, insurance and so much and more. So how do you think? this is uh, relevant to them and especially when there's a divorce there and yeah no which is why i said right it is so important uh, to think about your financial planning like an assorted thali or an assorted sweet box you have varieties of all of that you have some carbs you have some vitamins you have some fats you have some proteins you have all of that uh, as part of your thali or uh, as part of your platter so and and, and everything has its role everything has its relevance to play at the right time uh you you might still be happy eating gulab jamun in the afternoon but you may certainly not want to eat it in the morning and therefore at different stages at different points in life you will have to have a plan and that plan has to be executed via asset allocation and hence i believe that um, whatever be the status of the woman uh, whether she could be single, uh, she could be uh, part of an ecosystem, she could be part of a family. It is very important for her to be in the know because ultimately uh, the next few years or always the future is uncertain. The last 12 months have demonstrated how the best planning can completely go awry. So I think that's, that's what is very, very important uh, to understand. And irrespective of what your status is, 
uh, on your personal front, you have to take time out for this. Uh, according to me, I'll reiterate it's non-negotiable. Yeah. Uh, that's absolutely correct and that's i think how every woman should approach to her finances and her money on a philosophical note uh, i wanted to ask you what's your take what's your relationship with money and how do you approach it so uh, my name itself has money so yeah. i keep telling people that uh, lakshmi actually means money and uh, if i don't go to people people come to me <laughs> money is uh, you know a means to achieve something so obviously uh, and i'm not talking about the material things and if you want that uh, uh, there has to be uh, a method to earn but there are two paths to money one is uh, stabilize whatever money you have uh, and second is grow your money where you have so uh, both these uh, end objectives are important uh, once you really have that money so it is important um and it is also important to ensure that the money that you have grows at a faster pace than the inflation in the country because yes. it's the cost that impacts you so that's also equally important when you actually think about money yeah so now let's specifically talk about investing today it's frankly intimidating for investors like you have 12 you have 12 equity 16 debt some eight hybrid and mf categories then you have stocks ulips and lic salesmen and so on so how would some like me who is new to the investments and all the capital market instruments how do they figure out an acceptable asset allocation and so on So also, if you go to an ODP joint, uh, you don't even need to look at the menu. You really know what is available in your mind, and you can just order, and variations could be there. But imagine if you go to a Spanish restaurant, you might not even be able to pronounce uh, half the names that are written. So, which is why you actually call for the chef or the person who is actually uh, facilitating taking the order. Why I gave you the food example is to tell you that uh, uh, there are various categories to make life. easy for the investor not complicated but before you understand what it is or even if you claim that you don't understand sit with somebody yeah. and that somebody as i said uh, you know is your advisor is your distributor sit with him or her okay and if you believe technology is your advisor go on portals okay even obviously even you guys are doing a fantastic job at it so understand what is available because there's loads of material and then make your order on in in case of the spanish restaurant and then plan your asset allocation that's very very important the categories are there as i said uh, in fact they've been simplified and bucketed into multiple categories only to make life easier and today you have apart from categorization you have risk meter also which also allows to embed the risk factors into a particular strategy so for diy customers or do it yourself um the assumption is they know it all but if you yeah. don't know it all there's absolutely no harm in taking help and i think that help is definitely available in india by our advisory and distribution so while we figure out this uh, journey of money uh, where do you think people often go wrong because uh, you probably have the best view at an amc the biggest mistake people make uh, according to me is timing they all want to be rock stars they want to get the best prices in terms of entry and they want to get the best prices in terms of exit so that's 
biggest blunder that they do according to me the second mistake they do is uh, saying that oh we have time so let's start when we feel like and according to me the time to invest was yesterday so there is always a merit in starting early and let compounding work in your favor so i always keep saying that the time in the market is certainly most certainly more important than time in the market so timing is something which is not recommended and starting early so that the money uh, works in the market for you is something which is very important okay so also one of the most important thing and this applies to both women and men uh, is the fear of uh, fear can be a great inhibitor like what would your advice to be to get over the fear and get your personal finance act together just do it <laughs> i know you know in here the lockdown phase uh, how could one have imagined that you have to um, sweep the house mop the house uh, you have to get the groceries and that too uh, it will be online or to a facilitator you have to cook you have to and then you have to work if you are obviously a professional working profession whoever thought that could be possible but the impossible has happened and we all have done it i have done it so nothing is impossible that's number one so i think um, the fear always um, gets the worst of you and uh, you can be your best friend and you can be your worst enemy so i think it's very very important to share these inhibitions whether it is not so difficult as you know doing a summit on mount everest so that's not the case then it's okay you have to tell yourself that i can do it i think that's very important i just hope everyone think it's as simple as that and get started you know so what do you think uh, the intermediate intermediaries in the financial services be it platforms like us or other people can do to encourage more women to pay attention to money no a i think uh, all of you are doing a fantastic job of financialization of savings i think that's very very important uh, we need to keep harnessing the same thing and cliche that it might sound um, i think um, uh, things like this should go beyond a particular day so it's not that we give only to women or talk about the importance of how uh, financial planning is important for women only on women's day i think women's day is every day particularly years 366 otherwise it's 365 days we keep harnessing the same thing and uh, ultimately um, uh, you know uh, the water keeps hitting on the rock and the rock actually melts down you know powders itself so likewise um, the thought process change which is so deep rooted uh, you know in human system will happen only with consistent education i think the word is consistent not ad hoc yeah so on a similar note how was your journey from learning to putting a plan in action to take care of your own personal finances any mistakes lessons or other stuff you want learning. to share with the listeners yeah absolutely i am still learning i i call myself a student of finance because every day the market throws up various opportunities various challenges uh, i did two mistakes in my own uh, you know financial uh, planning or investments one is i did not start early um and, and and that's the reason i keep urging everyone gender agnostic to start early and second is i um, uh you know took uh, insurance assuming it to be investments so very very early on in my career and i think um, uh, these are uh, at least my two life lessons that um, insurance is a risk covered on your life so let it expire worthless because you would have created enough wealth in the market for your uh, 
insurance. So therefore, uh, after that, uh, I have never ever taken anything apart from term insurance. And uh, starting early, uh, I, I started uh, SIP for my son when he was nine years old. Oh, that's so, years back. He's 15 now. So I think uh, I try to undo some mistakes of mine, uh, you know, for uh, him uh, starting early. And, and therefore, I'm not really worried about his education because uh, there's, there's good enough planning which has gone by uh, to plan his finances. That's really nice. Uh, to sum up, would you like to say anything else to the ladies listening to this and some mistakes that they can avoid when they're initially starting their investment journey? Focus on the mistakes. I think uh, two, two, two sets of uh, viewers today. Uh, one is uh, the women uh, investors um, or the women professionals who are, you know, um, wanting to make it big in their career. Uh, I think for both these sets of investors, for both, both these sets of um, audience, uh, I think the key ingredient is going to be patience. Have loads of patience. Um, uh, don't let your passion die down uh, because uh, that's going to keep you alive and kicking. Uh, very important and uh, perseverance. Uh, you might not always have things going your way in the investment journey. Things can go kaput, there's no doubt about it. But uh, perseverance is extremely important, extremely important and uh, uh, tracking your progress. So I think these are the four Cs that you need to keep in mind. Uh, do course correction if there is requirement, um, uh, you know, in, along your financial journey. And uh, as I said, never quit. That's that's great. So uh, there are a few couple of uh, personal questions that regarding to your investments we wanted to ask. I hope you'll be comfortable with answering them. Yeah. So how do you personally think about personal finance? Like how do you invest in what's your personal finance philosophy? See, my philosophy is very old-fashioned. I am more like a village shut it and forget it uh, investor. I don't really make uh, uh, too much of, uh, you know, earth-shattering moves to my portfolio. A, because I don't have time, obviously, because my profession is money management. But uh, B, most importantly, I think I don't need to do it. You know, small uh, vacations here or there uh, does not really um, deviate. Of course, when there are substantive market moments which shakes up my asset allocation, um, then I need to do uh, make some changes. But by and large, on the equity side, um, almost everything uh, of mine is via systematic investment plan. And I've been doing that for now so many years. Uh, it didn't matter um, uh, where there were floods. It didn't matter whether if there were... Uh, uh, attacks, uh, you know, terror attacks. It didn't matter if uh, crude oil prices, uh, there was an oil pressure. It didn't matter to me at all. Because as I said, if you finish it and forget it and literally forget it, um, there are uh, reasonably high chances that the money uh, starts working in your favor and compounding. And you are able to live through that, uh, you know, the rupee cost averaging where the markets fall and your money is able to buy more units. So uh, if I would have panicked, uh, the first, um, you know, port of call would have been to exit. So I think it's very important in your personal finance journey to control two emotions. One is greed, one is fear. And that's what I have done so far. Yeah, I hope everyone needs to get that kind of an approach with their finances. So what? who are these some people? I mean, you must have some people that you idolize and look up to for some lessons in life generally and in finance so would you like to discuss about them so there are many actually you know when you are interacting and since you are part of the financial services there are many that come your way uh, you know through uh, and then uh, you know through their own knowledge 
can make a difference. Uh, but for me, on the personal front, um, I think uh, the greatest influence uh, you know had on my own life and shaping up my finances was my mom. And she used to always um, you know keep telling me that uh, you 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 know this uh, you know phrase which goes "Am dhani atani khasa rupaya." Yes, yes. Always used to tell me that. Um, Uh, try only you know expending as much as you have because uh, you know else it would actually get into uh, she never said the word but i'm using it the debt trap and uh, you see along the years and this she said it like many years back over 20 25 years back yeah. but that still resonates and and when i make my investment decisions a lot of things uh, both on the personal front and the professional front lot of uh, you know uh, things uh, you know are guided By by that one statement, so that's really made a big impact. But apart from that, of course, as I said, I do read a lot. I do, uh, uh, you know, uh, track a lot of people, both globally and in India. And as I said, I am a student of finance, and I am still a student. Yeah, I think we all we all should be students of finance and learn something every day. And that since you told you read a lot of books, so are there any books or your Some favorite movies that you want to recommend the young listeners? A lot of movies, a lot of books. Uh, you know, uh, ones uh, very recently, of course, last twelve months, uh, there's been no multiplex experience. But uh, yeah, in those uh, before that, of movies which I can keep watching uh, continuously, uh, and I'm not really feel bored. Uh, and something which can appeal even to millennials, to you, is uh, yeah. movies like Chichore, movies like Three Idiots. Uh, and I, I have pretty much watched all those uh, uh, Shah Rukh and uh, you know Madhuri series of Dil to Pagal Hai and uh, yeah the all mushy movies. All of those uh, uh, I I don't uh, you know end up watching those as often as I do right now. Uh, but yeah, some of the movies uh, uh, like these which I mentioned, uh, Ochak Day for example, these are the movies which I am watching currently with my son, uh, and we keep doing repeat uh, you know stuff of these. um and i think uh, these are evergreen movies uh, they do um, you know allow you to uh, make some changes to your own thought process uh, which also gets archived over time so i yeah. think these are uh, uh, books uh, again uh, I, i read a lot of uh, fiction and non fiction uh, uh, i try to read articles on finance i try to avoid reading too much of books on finance but um, one book uh, which i really uh, would love all of you to read is um, a book called um, uh, liar's poker It's a lovely book, um, and I'm sure millennials understand the game of poker also, um, or at least must be tracking that. You must be playing that online yeah. also. But do read this book called uh, Liar's Poker, and uh, lovely, uh, uh, you know, story. Uh, you know, uh, lovely uh, inferences drawn, excellent, you know, uh, statements which will actually resonate uh, to the world of finance and how things really happen and how things really exploded. It teaches you all. You know, it gives you bits and it, it's like a buffet instead. Um, so while you might be diet conscious, uh, but, yeah. but uh, uh, you you can still be calorie conscious and still read that book. Yeah, I think that's great. I'll just go buy the book and start reading myself first. So I actually came across a YouTube video where you uh, told the person you were you were keen on teaching people. So do you do that, like someone or? I do. In fact, uh, I have been uh, mentoring a lot of students. Uh, see, there is 24 hours that we all have, but I try to pack in as much as I can because uh, 
I, I used to teach uh, school students, uh, you know, ever since I was 17 years old. So uh, that, that was because I wanted to earn some extra money. And I didn't really, I, I wanted to be financially independent. <laughs> yeah. uh, small money, but it gave me, you know, high thrills. But right now, as I said, uh, you know, I, I don't do it on a consistent basis. But yes, there are there's a lot of requests uh, for me to address students, uh, B-School uh, Institute, uh, or just do mentoring sessions. Do one, I, I keep doing a lot of that. Quite a few of my weekends actually get consumed in that. Um, so I keep uh, joking with my team. You know, we all have a 96. And then I have a 6 to 9 and beyond also. And it's, it's kind of working around the club. I sleep a few hours, but yeah, and there also the mind is pretty active. <laughs> Yeah, to, uh, on a closing note, do you want to advise this young generation that is, you know, rising and give some light of yours to them? No, the only thing I would tell, uh, you know, this generation that you are the torch bearers of the future. And obviously the country has a bright future and so do you. Uh, this is the era of seeking instant gratification. So you post a pic on Gram. It's not even called Instagram. And I say Instagram, my son says, don't call it uh, Instagram. Say IG or Gram. So, you know, that's that's the way we've seen things more. So this is the world of instant gratification. You post a pic or a story and you want likes. Uh, life is not like that. The financial world is not like that. You need to have loads of patience. You need to have loads of positivity and uh, tell yourself that you can make the difference because we need millennials uh, to, you know, uh, be the next torch bearers uh, for the financial generation. And as I said, this is both men and women. Uh, so go for the kids. I think that's what is very important. Yeah, this has been very inspiring and enlightening. Lakshmi, thank you so much for joining us and thank you so much for doing this for us. All right. Take care. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. a great Take care. Bye. Yeah, bye. Thank you so much.